Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Star Wars toys, as well as Marvel, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and convention coverage, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. Star Wars Action News, covering the whole galaxy of Star Wars toys. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Star Wars Action News. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie, and we have the Star Wars Action News team joining us. Guys, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself and your role on the show. Greetings, this is Steve the Ginger Prince, uh, Star Wars Action News UK reporter. Hey Arnie, Marjorie, it's nice to be back on the show. Everyone, you may recognize me, it's Barrett. I'm in a video editor on the show and sometimes reporter. And it's good to hear everybody today. Hey, everyone. It's Daryl, uh, one of the video enhancers, and glad to be on the show. Hey, I'm Jeff. Um, I mostly listen to the show, and I do occasional stuff for the other side of the Benghazi Pond at Marvelicious Toys. Hey, everybody. Andrew here, one of the video editors and uh, Hot Toys Addict. Well, we're gathered here because late next week, we have another major toy release, like we did last year, a week from this Friday, Rogue One. So, guys... How excited are you for both the movie and the new toys? Well, uh, like Forrest Whitaker's hair from trailer to trailer, my excitement's slowly growing. I'm still a little bit uh, wary. Um, I really don't want it a mess with my original trilogy. Um, but no, I'm getting more and more excited. I don't think it's as excited as I was for The Force Awakens, but it, it's definitely building slowly. And I think the last trailer uh, did a lot to excite me. In terms of the toys, I'm sort of having a having a battle with myself at the moment in terms of l looking at what's coming out, you know, all the announcements that are, are being made. I'm thinking, right, well, what am I actually going to pick up? And um, I've still not made any decisions on that. I really need to make a big decision in terms of space, I think. Um, I've I collected quite a lot of The Force Awakens stuff, and I've sort of committed myself to going forward with the films, you know, 7, 8, eight 9, and collecting there. Um, at the moment, I'm thinking I will probably just dip in to the Rogue One collectibles and pick the characters I like in the format I like. Oh man, I am pumped about Rogue One. And it's interesting because I always wasn't so pumped. When I first heard about Rogue One and I saw some of the images that they released at Comic-Con, 
And they had, you know, the little video snippet that we've all heard how it sounded like a bunch of soldiers kind of in in this battle and calling on the radio and stuff like that for backup. When I first saw those images and heard that video, I was kind of like, eh, you know, this is really different. They said it was going to be a different Star Wars film, but I was like, that is really different. No Jedi. Then we started seeing who they were casting and I kind of got excited, you know. And how could they go wrong with with some of the casts that they that they chose? And then we saw some footage and then we started. Well, first, we started learning about all the all the different stormtroopers, all the different new armor that we were going to get into the into the movie. And I'm a guy who likes armor. So that started exciting me. And then we started seeing the trailers and, and the images that we're seeing now. And I am pumped. I had some questions about how they handled Episode seven. But all in all, it's a really good movie. This could be big. You know, we're getting Darth Vader back. We're getting a story that we've kind of went through in Legends. But, you know, if you're not a big Legends person, you're not going to have read those stories. You know, this is this is for people to, to see the how the Death Star plans get get taken. And it kind of goes right into episode four. So I'm pumped. Does that translate into being excited for five point of articulation toys? Not really. I you know, I'm a three and three quarter inch collector mostly, and I collect vehicles. And the problem with that is that five point of articulation doesn't fit very well in a vehicle. So that kind of nicks those out for me. And I don't collect the six inch very much, unless it's a really good figure, I'll pick it up. But mostly the three and three quarter inch black series is what I'm excited for. I know I'm going to get all of, the, all of those figures. But as far as the Midnight Madness? I don't know, man. I, I might be able to skip out skip out on that this time. I think that the Black Series is is going to be hard to find as it is. I don't think I'll be able to maybe pick up all of Midnight Madness. And I don't know if I want to go through that for, you know, five figures that I could pick up probably along the way. So we'll see. You know, that's next week when, when Midnight Madness is going to happen. Who knows? I, you know, I play the long game on that. Maybe I'll be first in line. But as of right now, the excitement for the movie has not translated to my wallet. Real quick question before we move on, Barrett. You say five POA figures don't fit well in vehicles. So what did you do as a child? You know, as a child, I don't think it mattered as much to me, you know, because I wasn't displaying them on my on my shelf. I was playing with them. So, and as a child, I think I had more of an imagination to see Han's legs go around the Tauntaun instead of him actually being inside the Tauntaun. So it didn't really matter as much. But now as an adult collector, when you display your figures, you kind of sometimes want to create a scene. And, you know, a lot of times you want to recreate a scene. And if Poe Dameron is sticking out of his, his black X-wing to his waist, um, you know, unless you're you're filming it or posting, setting up an ejection sequence for him, I don't think that works very well. Good point. I was just bringing that up to sardonically say, if the vehicle is designed well, the figure should be able to fit in it. But good point with the Tauntaun, because that wouldn't happen. All right, Daryl, sorry to jump in there. Go ahead. No problem. Well, I am very excited for the movie as well. Uh, I think dealing with the timeline that we're at with the, you know, Death Star and, you know, Vader in the series and hopefully getting to see some other minor characters, you know, kind of make an appearance uh, with Mon Mothma and, you know, are they going to actually get to Princess Leia, uh, have her in the movie? Will the Emperor show up? You know, those kind of questions that, that 
will be answered in a couple weeks. I'm I'm very looking forward to this movie. The collectibles so far, um, I am probably not going to do the the small Hasbro figures, the three and three quarter inch, but I am seriously considering going all in on the Black Series product, trying to decide if I want to do the Black Series or the Disney Elite. Uh, from what I've seen so far, I kind of like the, the joint looks of the Black Series over the um, the Elite Series. Just The Elite Series seems to be kind of wider gaps and everything, so I'm kind of going to possibly go with the Black Series. Definitely love a lot of the designs. Uh, the uh, the Droid K2SO is is fantastic, and I'm a big Alan Tudyk fan, so I uh, can't wait to, to get a couple of figures of his. Um, and other than that, uh, not too much looking at some of the other merchandise. I do love those videos that they've been putting out, those kind of teaser videos where they're mixing all the different companies together. Uh, and, and the new one that they released, the third one where they switched from the pop vinyl to the figure of director Kinnick, Krennic, um, that was just, and they kind of played off of it with the stormtrooper kind of saying, you look different. Did you do, do your hair different or whatever? That was hilarious. And so those have definitely gotten me excited for the, the toys as well as the movie. Uh, as, as far as the movie goes, I'm, I'm about as excited as I can be for what's technically a, a prequel. And, you know, I pretty much, you know, we know how it's going to end, but that can turn out to be really cool depending on what happens along the way. So, it kind of, you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows with me in terms of movie interest. I Right now, at this moment, I it's just another movie that's coming this year that I have to see uh, when a new trailer comes released. It's the most important thing in the universe. Um, I think what really knocked it out, though, for me was when Kylo Ren reviewed the trailer. And I am super excited to see who's playing Grandfather. As far as the toys are concerned, uh, three and three quarter, it... Maybe some of the uh, you know the Walmart exclusive Black Series. I have you know, like I bought Kylo Ren and Captain Phasma, and they were great figures. But some of the other ones just really don't do it for me whatsoever. And as far as the basic series, um, if there's a character that I really like in the movie, a character that really impresses me, and if that's the only version that's available in figure form, then okay, I'll I'll do that. I bought that for. Uh, red pirate guy from force awakens i don't even remember his name but he looks awesome and that's the only figure you can get of him uh six inch though it same thing i'll be getting whatever characters either look really cool in figure form or which ones really impress me like for i mean i i have to have donnie yeah, an action figure gotta have Ip man in, in star wars universe and then i gotta get two of them so that i can give one of his staffs to kylo ren so he'll be unstoppable um vehicles no uh, I'll get the titanium ones because I think they're really well done. Uh, apart from that, yeah, pretty much just the, the six inch and the titanium vehicles with little, you know, peripheral things here and there as I see them. So you guys are all sound like you're super excited, or at least going to be excited for Rogue One. I'm unfortunately a little more lukewarm towards it right now. I mean, uh, sure, it's a Star Wars movie, so I'm looking forward to it. And I'm going to go see it. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think what really gets me excited to see it is just to see what they're going to be doing with these Star Wars story movies. You know, this is the first one of its kind, and it's going to kind of lay the groundwork for what they're going to do in the future. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it, how they pull it off. Um, I, I think it, the look um, feels right. I just, I'm just not super excited about the story because yeah, like you said, it's, you know, 
we know how it's going to end on a grand scale. Um, it's just whether or not I'm interested in the characters that we know absolutely nothing about. So in comparison to my excitement for The Force Awakens, Rogue One's pretty low uh, in comparison. You know, when the second trailer for The Force Awakens came out, you know, I was watching that thing, you know, once a day for a week. I think I've seen the latest trailer for Rogue One twice since it came out. I'm just, I'm not as excited for the movie. Uh, the toys, on the other hand, I'm I'm scared of the hot toys. I'm, I'm just going to start with that. I'm scared of the hot toys because this is a true ensemble movie where there's a bunch of main characters and I know they're going to make at least one of each of them, probably two because of the different outfits that we've seen of a few of them. And it looks like there's going to be a lot of different stormtroopers coming out. And I just don't know if my pocketbook can handle it for the three and three quarter inch stuff though. I'll probably get most of it just because it's three and three quarter inch. And I, unlike most people like the five points of articulation, I even like some of the cheap packing stuff because it really takes me back to when I was a kid and it reminds me that I'm a toy collector and that's where uh, the roots of my obsession come from. And so I really like the feel of the five points of articulation. So I'm probably going to get most, if not all of those that come out, uh, at least the single parted stuff. Uh, probably, you know, if they do more of the armor up stuff, you know, I'm not going to be interested in that because I think that's a waste of, of money. Uh, but the single card stuff, I'll probably get most of it. Um, six inch, I'm I'm all in um, anyway on that. So I'll keep going with that unless I really don't like the movie. But I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just not as excited for it. Burned by the Hot Toys. I can envision the title of an upcoming episode featuring Andrew and his getting the shakes as he DTs. They've already released one Hot Toy for the movie, the Death Squad Trooper. And so that's on pre-order. And I know that they're coming out with the uh, the Jetta Patrol Stormtrooper at the end of the month for Force Friday. And I just know that that's going to be opening up the floodgates. Yeah, but that Death Trooper is so awesome, isn't it? It's got light-up features. <laughs> <laughs> that Jetta Trooper. That Jetta Trooper is really cool. It, it's the only one that kind of reminds me of the Clone Wars, of how the Clone Troopers had you know yellow and blue and red. And this seems to kind of keep that tradition going with the color scheme that they have on this Trooper. I think I'm with Andrew on this. I, I'm, I guess what we could... Call it Andrew is cautiously optimistic. It's Star Wars, yes, but it's something completely new. It's not following along the same line what we're used to. I don't know. I, I haven't gotten all excited about the trailers. It doesn't seem like it's that much in my face like The Force Awakens was. Like, I couldn't turn around without someone telling me there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. No, really? Or seeing it in the stores, seeing it on Facebook, and really the... Hype around this one seems it's like it's a lot less, and maybe that's what's got me a lot less hype, too. I'm kind of hoping for some more three and three quarter inch figures. I do like that line. It is a lot of fun, I think. But I really, 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 really am liking the six inch figures as well. 
I think those are really well done. And, you know, those Disney Elite figures, if you don't turn them around, they're really good. The rivet holes in the back totally take away from anything. So if you keep them front facing, I think those are kind of good. And I'm kind of hoping maybe we get some more of those. Yeah, they've announced they're doing a whole other ensemble. And that's going to be a big bite in the wallet this toy release. At least I learned from The Force Awakens not to overpay on eBay. If I miss out on a Death Trooper, they did keep reshipping The Force Awakens ones. And I was in Andrew and Marjorie's camp for Episode 7. I was always cautiously optimistic, but I was very optimistic, and I was excited for all the new toys that were coming. But that first trailer from Rogue One, I'd say I was trepidatious about Rogue One until we saw that very first trailer... And the Death Star getting the sensor dish and everything. And that took me, if I wasn't quite Phantom Menace level hyped or Return of the Jedi level hyped, I was at least Attack of the Clones level hyped at that point. The second trailer, though, actually did not work for me because I lost interest with that second trailer. And all of a sudden, just it didn't have the mystery around it. I am excited. I mean, I think everybody at this point knows Vader is coming back. I hope that's not a spoiler for anyone. I'm excited to see how they integrate with the original trilogy. And I'm really excited for the toys, though. Everything I've seen in the trailers is so toyetic. And of course, I'm sure there's somebody at Disney who would, you know, whip somebody, cane them 40 times if they made something that didn't make a good toy and put it in one of those movies. But... All the troopers, the vehicles, everybody except for the main cast, really, because those are just individual humans, really do have a lot of excitement. So let's kind of just go through. What item are you looking forward to absolutely the most based upon the releases we've seen so far? I'm looking forward to the uh, three and three quarter inch figures, the basic. I don't mind five POA. I think... The standout design for me uh, is is Krenich. Um the white uniform, the white cape. I, I think he's going to be a, a, a real classy villain in the sort of Tarkin mould. Um, so I'm definitely going to uh, look forward to picking him, him up in the three and three quarter inch. I'll probably get him in the six inch as well. And I, and I think, to be honest, that's where my sort of collecting for this film is going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to look to get entire lines i'm going to focus in on the characters i like and i'm going to uh, sort of hit those characters so again you mentioned the death trooper before that is an awesome design and i can see myself picking picking up a few of him the k2so um another great design i can see me picking up a lot of him um there is an uh, and you of course you expect this from me uh, I believe there is an Akbar uh, coming out. Uh, it's a, a, a repack, am I right? That's what I have heard. Um, my understanding was that it was the, the same figure, just on a on a, a different card in the Walmart exclusive. Um, but yeah, the, the certain bits of the three and three quarter inch and certain bits of the six inch Black Series um, are, are where I can see myself uh, picking up. Uh, toys in, in in this release i can't see me myself going anywhere else in any major way um, i can't see myself picking up any funko pops i can't see myself delving into lego which are you know other areas that have been before um i agree with Marjorie. I, I do think the disney elite uh, win over the black series with certain figures again as long as you you face them front and you and you don't look around the back I display the Disney Elite figures that I've got from The Force Awakens on sort of little floating shelves 
on on the wall in my collection room and that means you never see the back of them so um i can see myself picking up some of those disney elite figures uh, but i think that's they're going to be the main focus points uh, of my collecting for this film what's really got me excited in the three and three quarter inch is the deluxe two packs that they've been having the first deluxe two pack i got was actually a gift i received it from a friend on the forum and it was the Ahsoka Darth Vader two pack from Rebels, and they were five point of articulation figures, but they were some really good figures. I think that's the only Vader. Well, they had another figure that kind of looked like Macquarie Vader, but this is like I think is a really good representation of a Macquarie Vader figure, and the Ahsoka was was awesome. So they have a couple two packs coming out, these deluxe two packs, and the one on the list that. I'm really excited about is the Darth Maul Old Master and the Seventh Sister two-pack. And I think this will be the first figure for, definitely for the Old Master Darth Maul, but for the Seventh Sister, I believe. And I'm, I'm wondering if she's going to come with the, her little robots or whatever, but I'm really excited about that two-pack. The vehicles that are coming out in the three, three-quarter line, I think the rebel ewing might be okay you know i have to see these figures i have to get them in my hands because the figure that comes with them are isn't going to be able to fit so i have to see the vehicles are always pretty good i i mean it's pretty rare that you have a vehicle from the three and three quarter inch line that doesn't satisfy my my crave for the hunt you know but we'll have to see i am gonna pick up that k2so andy tydeck is a is a pretty funny guy he's been around a long time he talked about his role in specifically the reshoots that were going on at rogue one that he had just was going to be doing some reshoots as soon as he left comic con and that robot really kind of reminds me of if c3po was a badass you know what i mean he's he's already making jokes so he's kind of funny but he's kind of like odd looking and skinny you know he, he might be like the breakout star of that movie, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm definitely going to pick him up in the six inch scale. And I think that six inch scale will be pretty good to, to the three and three quarter inch scale. I don't know. We'll have to see how tall he is in the movie, but that's about it. I mean, I may pick up an electronic, one of the electronic helmets, you know, because I have a, a new son and maybe I'll throw the mask on and make my voice sound kind of crazy, you know, for a laugh. But uh, that's all that's pretty exciting to me, you know, maybe when, like I said, when, when Midnight Madness happens and I see a couple things, maybe the, the rush will get to me of the hunt and I'll pick up a couple more things. But that, that's about it when it comes to the toys for me right now. For me, like I said, uh, I'm going to go with some of the bigger size, the six inch black series and the elite figures. Uh, definitely same echo the same that Barrett and Steve talked about that K2SO and the, the death trooper and some of the armored figures are definitely the highlights of this film, um, to, you know, design wise to go after other than that, uh, pick and choose here and there vehicle wise, uh, interested, interested to see what they do with some of the death star. You know, they've talked about, uh, coming out with a titanium series vehicle, uh, different things like that for it. And then I will get the uh, titanium mini helmets that they did. They've got, uh, I believe, four new packs coming out with that. I'm still looking for the Vader and Trooper one from the first wave of that. But I really like those. And kind of sticking sticking with where, where I'm at collecting-wise with everything else, just kind of picking and choosing here and there, just very, very few pieces other than the core base. 
I, I mentioned it before, bar none, thing most excited about is uh, cheer up. Ip Man, the action figure. <laughs> Everybody, Wing Chun tonight. It's awesome. I can't believe he's actually in a Star Wars movie. Ah, Got to put him right next to my Bruce Lee figure. And he will kick everyone's ass. Um, anyway, uh, other stuff, like um, when Force Awakens, uh, the merchandise came out, I found myself pretty much collecting all of the first order and not a lot else. And I kind of anticipate that'll be pretty much the same thing with this movie. Um, there are a few exceptions I can see. Like, I like the, uh, I like the Jin Erso the Kmart exclusive one. I like that figure a lot more than the regular one, and which is, I guess, the one that was also the uh, San Diego exclusive. Krennic, yeah, yeah. Uh, and apart from that, uh, I don't know. You know, whatever the, you know, of course, the Death Trooper. Um, the Scarif Stormtrooper, I'm not sure. Is it Scarif? Scarif? I'm, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm, I'm such a nerd. Um, it depends. Uh, I'll pretty much get those. I, I think the Scarif one looks kind of, I'm kind of actually underwhelmed by his design. Now, maybe it's like the, the the little patches of color here and there. It just looks odd to me. Maybe it's just because it's color on a stormtrooper that I'm not used to. But maybe he'll be awesome in the movie. Maybe it'll look awesome on the pegs, and I'll say, oh, yes, I must have that. And I probably will. Uh, three and three quarters, yeah, they'll be cool. Like like uh, Baron mentioned, some of those were really cool. The two packs from uh, Force Awakens Wave, the Darth Maul, Seven Sister, that's probably a must-buy. Um the others, eh, probably not. Uh, vehicles, I think that the U-Wing has, like, it's got kind of, it's got a, a really cool sort of, like, Buck Rogers in the 25th century Starfighter kind of vibe going for it. Kind of. And I think that's really cool. I've always loved that starship. Um, but I just don't have the space for something like that. If I if I put, if I start putting vehicles up, then I gotta start taking Lego sets down. And my Black Pearl is not going anywhere. I don't care what's coming along, can't make room for it. And as the rest of the stuff, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mainly, mainly it, man. Okay, way to go. Yeah, I probably already uh, showed my hand earlier, but that uh, Hot Toys Death Trooper with the light up features, that's probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. Um, I, just I love the design of it, and again, it's got light-up features. What's not to like there? Uh, other than that, um, probably you know I the Lego Tie Striker. I apologize for the the uh, wordplay, but it looks rather striking in comparison to the other Lego sets that are coming out. It's the only one that I think I really like. Um, I think that. Krennic's uh, shuttle just looks horrible. Just a, a giant block with wings. I, it's a, I think it's a terrible design, but uh, the the TIE Striker, that's going to be up there on my list um, as well as, uh, well, let's just face it, any hot toy that comes out. Okay, call me crazy, but, you know, the Imperial ground crew guy with his little airplane little landing things is kind of awesome with his big backpack. He's out there landing TIE fighters and stuff. That looks like a cool figure. I know, I'm kind of interested in that and the Death Trooper. You know, a lot of these I want to see in hand. I want to see the card backs on the pegs because that, I think, really is what gets me excited. New card backs and things like that. I did kind of, after the fact, like those little Hot Wheels ships. I think those look good, but I wish they had better stands. And I always get excited about the ancillary stuff that they have out there that we isn't revealed. You know, what kind of cups and mugs and other stuff we were going to get there. I mean, there's other collectibles besides Hasbro. So I'm kind of interested to see that stuff. Yeah, I'm not usually a trooper slut. You know, I, I usually don't 
go crazy. I think Revenge of the Sith and then especially the Clone Wars with the million different armors kind of burned me on that. But these troops look so good. I've already pre-ordered a case of the six inch Death Trooper. So that's six Death Troopers already in the six inch scale. And the rule of three for figures is probably being reinstituted in the three and three quarter inch scale. Is it now? I think, like you said, the ground crew even looks good. I mean... (laughs) I like his little landing things, which I'm sure they have technical terms. Yes, I know. Based upon what we've seen in person, and I'm kind of going to open this one up, I was really excited for the new ATACT, but the price point of that is a little bit off-putting. Yeah, what is that? Like, is it 200 150 what what's the price on that 300 and something isn't it 300 <laughs> yeah or, or am i talking out of my hat 299.99 ah that is as revealed on entertainment weekly site now i saw this in person at comic-con and it is cool and the bluetooth control is i'll use the word nifty however it's the price of the old big AT-AT plus the price of a Sphero combined for something that's much closer in size to the Sphero than the big AT-AT. And let's be honest, we all bought the Sphero because it's, it, it's cool, it was new, um, but who's played with it in the last six months? I actually have only because we got a new puppy and I wanted to see what he thought of it. I had to play with it. In the last six hours since I played with it the first time, it's still charging on its base. I think I might have unplugged it. I think I demoed it for every new person who came over all throughout the Christmas season. Like, hey, look at my BB-8. And then, yeah, it stayed pretty much on the charger. And the new Force Band is not enticing me to change that fact. Yeah, I think it's kind of a one-note thing. I mean, he rolls and that's it. I mean, there's not much. But shouldn't that be cool? It should be. However, I think that it needed more personality. I will tell you, we had, well, we still have two of those R2-D2s, the talking droids, and they roll and everything. And they're great because, you know, I mean, it's, we still joke about it because I go, hey, Arnie, do you remember Darth Vader? Because it, it was great. You'd ask R2-D2 if he remembered <laughs> people, and then he would, and he said Darth Vader, he'd go, what? And he'd scream. And if you asked him, do you remember Princess Leia? He'd play the message to General Kenobi. And so that was fun. And we played with those for a long time, actually. This, it just kind of sits there. People are like, oh, hey, you got that. Cool. Oh, yeah, I got one too. And that's about it. I think the lack of Easter eggs is a big deal. The fact is, they had a toy out called Sphero. And it was kind of cool. And they decided they could put a head on it and paint it BB-8. But it's still just a Sphero, and I think the people who would still play with it, based upon what I saw on the YouTube videos when it came out, you're going to be making courses and ramps and doing jumps. But I think we're all fairly anal retentive collectors who just keep thinking, but it will scratch. This was my point. I honestly think the answer is it's because we're all in our 40s. These things are aimed at um, the little ones, and I think the AT, ACT, I honestly can't see many collectors picking it up for that price point, um, because you ain't going to play with it that much, and you'd much rather have more of a collectible vehicle. Yeah, I I can't see a parent buying it for their kid for Christmas either at $300. No way. 
Not when there's a new iPhone on the market. It, well, yeah, because then you're you're buying because you have to buy it by a, a Bluetooth device for your kids to be able to control it. So yeah, no. Does the ATACT have a headphone jack? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a slow burn. Actually, no. You have to buy you have to buy Bluetooth headphones for that one. I don't know how young do the kids have to be to actually enjoy the Sphero. I mean, my son is 11 years old, and, and that you would think that. This this new vehicle from Rogue One, the remote controlled, what is it, ACTC? ATACT. Think about the ACT test you had to take in college. This is even more painful because it's three hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, and so you, I agree with Andrew. You're not going to buy it for a child who's five years old. A three hundred dollar gift for a five year old that they're going to enjoy, and the eleven year old wants the iPhone. They they don't want this. So. I don't know. I, you know, it kind of worries me when they put things out like this for the movies and they don't sell. You know, they end up sitting on the shelf and Toys R Us never takes down the price. So it'll sit on Toys R Us shelves for months, you know, years. Sometimes they bring out things from the back that have been there for a year or two. And then they won't give me my sail barge. You know, then they won't give me my, my sand crawler because they think it won't sell. They just got to stop with the machine, you know. Oh, you know. We got. If you're going to put an ad at and sell it for three hundred dollars, make it like a, the best ad at that you ever put out, and people will buy it. You know, I will say I will buy it for my four month old child just so I can have it. If it's you know four or five hundred dollars, I will buy it. This three hundred dollars, I mean, it just screams overpriced, overpriced, and I think it has a Nerf feature or something in it. You know, it's just not exciting as as it should be. You know what I mean? Even another TIE fighter. Give me a TIE fighter. I think that's Darth Vader in that TIE fighter about the two Jenners. So, you know, who, is, who knows if it is or not. But in my mind, it is. Put out a TIE fighter, and I'll, I'll grab that up. But I don't know. The other thing, too, is that, you know, a lot of collectors kind of got burned with that uh, six-inch scale TIE fighter that they released last year for, what was it, 160, I think, initially, or 150. I just saw somebody today pick it up on clearance at Target for $25. Um, so, yeah, th- I'm going to definitely, if this ever comes down to, you know, 50 bucks or so, I would consider picking it up then, but not at the full price value. And that's where I sit and I'm really torn because when I was a kid, my absolute favorite toy was the AT-AT. And I just have such fond memories that whenever they put one out, it becomes my number one toy. And yet, especially after seeing what happened with that six-inch TIE fighter for The Force Awakens, I have a feeling I would be a fool to pay $300 for it. The price will go down. And it even goes farther back than that TIE fighter. Before that, they try to release that, or right, I guess right around the same time, they try to release the Millennium Falcon that... didn't fit any figures or anything. I mean, it it goes pretty back. They have a history of this, of overcharging for these vehicles. So is anyone here planning on making this a night one purchase? Crickets. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Big fat no. Yeah, I'm just so... mm, I can't do it, and I I think I'm going to play the long game, and not Baron's long game, where I'm waiting till Saturday to buy it, but... I think that I'll pick up my first at 200 And if I can find them for 150 I might get a second or third. 
Arnie, Arnie, hold off on that, man. You'll get you'll get it for fifty bucks, seventy bucks. <laughs> you'll get it for seventy dollars. That Tie Fighter was about one fifty retail, and it went down to about fifty. So I don't think you're going to get much below a hundred on this ad at. There are two still sitting in our Target. Arnie, you saw that ad at walk in person. Uh, how? clunky how you know stiff is the motion of it i'm thinking back to that uh the micro machines um action fleet <laughs> of the had the uh adat mini walker that was kind of along these same lines and that was top heavy and clunky and looked looked horrible when it walked to be honest they had them suspended because they were in a display in a in the booth they had it walk a very little bit on the table but i didn't get a Great look. It happened for a few seconds. In the display case, they were just marching in place, a little bit suspended. But the leg motions looked smooth. It wasn't like leg, stop, leg, stop. It seemed to be going at a pretty decent clip. And what surface was it walking on? Well, these in the case were, like I said, suspended. So their feet weren't touching the ground. The one they did was on a conference table while they were doing their panel at Comic-Con. It walked fine. It never fell. You got to think, though, it probably will be a little top-heavy. If there's a Bluetooth receiver and a motor in there, it's not in the legs. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't see any of this in Toy Fair and all that, but did you say that the edit was displayed suspended with the feet not touching the ground? Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. If if nothing else, that should tell you right there. Fifty bucks tops. Wait. <laughs> well, the other option would be for them to have like a little treadmill for them all to walk on, <laughs> which would be a cool display idea. Just putting that out there. But outside of the very expensive ATACT, I'm looking forward to what Hasbro announced today, which is the second wave of Walmart exclusive Black Series three and three quarter inch figures with characters from Rogue One. And come on, we got to know there's a death trooper in there. My big thing with those is, are we actually going to be able to find them at uh, Walmart? Uh, the latest wave, the one with um, Force, Force Awakens, Leia and, and Han, I have only seen those once in my area. And that's it. They got one shipment in and then they were all gone. So I'm looking forward to them if I ever see them, but chances are I may not see them. Did you have any problems with the first two waves though? No, not at all. Oh, I can pick you up a Force Awakens Leia. I see her hanging around the pegs at a couple of the Walmarts that I go to. <laughs> I, I've had the same problems that Andrew's had over here in the UK with those figures. So yeah, l l like Andrew said, I I'd be excited if I could be assured I was going to find them. Admittedly, I had a lot of trouble finding that last wave of Walmart ones, but now, yeah, I stumble over them at Walmarts anymore, especially the Leia. I mean, it wasn't all that exciting of a figure when it finally got out. So I'm not worried as long as I'm patient enough to not race myself to eBay. And I'm looking forward to, we've, we've been talking around them, but the Disney Store Elite Series. Now, these are a little bit bigger than the six and a half inch. I don't think these are very good for posing at all. I'm not even sure if I regret 
taking the rubber bands off the weapons or if I just should have left them there because they don't even hold their weapons that good. But especially for the armored characters and the droids, I think you don't get better than the Disney die cast. And we've got the Death Trooper, K2SO, C2B5, and some others coming out. It looks like there's eight figures at launch day. I think you've mentioned the three figures there, Arnie, that are going to look really good in the Disney Elite, the the Death Trooper the, and the two droids. Um, f- for me, they're going to be the, the standout figures. Um, again, I don't know if I'll go for them on opening day. Um, if you have played the long game with the Disney Elites, um, at least here in the UK, um, you, you've been looking at getting them for about half price um, if, you, if you've waited six months to pick them up. The Force Awakens ones, yeah. Any of the original trilogy ones were gone, though. Well, that's interesting because the Disney Elite are only available at the Disney Store or online, correct? Correct. I don't know when Disney discounts anything at my Disney my Disney Store. I mean, I you can still buy a Flame Trooper there at full price if you want one. You can pick figures up from the Force Awakens line for about seven or eight quid, and uh, originally they were going for twenty. Now, a quid is what a dollar fifty. Uh, more like a dollar after Brexit. Oh, I'm sorry. Our condolences over there. <laughs> well, still, either at my Disney store, I have never seen a discount on anything besides kids' clothes. And uh, I could pretty much pick up another flamethrower or almost anyone, yeah, from The Force Awakens. Yeah, I think the only hard-to-find figure from TFA now would be the original release of Ray because they then re-released that exact same figure with the lightsaber. So the original release, I don't think, has shipped anymore. They've kept shipping those other figures. And again, yeah, it's only when they make them limited, those original trilogy ones that went up for one day and then were gone that were difficult to find and still are difficult to find. I do feel some of the heat has come off this line, though. The last ones they released, I was able to get far easier than some of the earlier ones. I'm not going to make a midnight trip to a Disney store. The closest one's 90 minutes away. I will not be at a Disney store for the midnight release. But I may go online and order those three figures that we talked about, Steve, and go from there. Now, these are all getting released on Force Friday or whatever we're calling it, Rogue Friday? That is my understanding. And speaking of that midnight toy release... What are you guys doing? Do you know where you're going to be a week from Thursday? It's midnight. Do you know where your podcaster is? Um, I will be making the uh, 40, 45 minute trip up the motorway to uh, Warrington to the Toys R Us. I, I say I will be. I, I hope I will be. Um, I, I do have work the next day and it, it was tough the last time I did it. Uh, but yeah, this is the Warrington Toys R Us that I went to for the Clone Wars Midnight Madness that we went to last year for the force awakens midnight madness uh where the staff recognized me um, from the previous two times the, the reason i'm really hesitant about is it worth the effort doing it um it is is purely because what a bust it was last time we um spent a lot of time talking to people uh, in the crowd doing some periscoping um that sort of stuff and uh, and all of that was fun uh, but when we were uh, when we got back into the line, we were about a, an hour away um, from getting in. So we knew we weren't getting in until after one o'clock. And the first people who came out basically reported that there was pretty much nothing there anyway. Um, the distribution 
for, for the Midnight Madness in the UK was awful last time around. I, I think, if I remember rightly, the only thing I bought were, was one pack of little micro machines, and that's because I didn't want to go away not buying anything. Um, so it, it's hard to get yourself up for a Midnight Madness where you don't truly believe you're actually going to see any of the new figures. If I was convinced that they'd got their act together, and I was definitely going to find some of these some of these items we've been talking about tonight. I'd be a lot more excited for it. But you know me, uh, I'll probably have a have a drink or two and drag myself out and and put myself through the the midnight madness run again. And you'll be able to hear my uh, disappointment in probably about two weeks' time. We have not decided what we're where we're going to go for midnight madness. We are going somewhere. Last year was a little easier to decide. We got invited to go to the Disneyland Midnight Madness that they had there. We did some periscoping and we were able to pick up everything that we wanted at the Disney store. I mean, they were restocking the shelves as people were pulling them off. So if you wanted the Phasma in the Black Series, I mean, that was a really hard one to come across or the phasma in the five point of articulation uh series that one was hard they were just restocking and restocking and restocking so we i was it had no buyer limits as far as i could tell and they had other cool things too like cups and lanyards and things like that they are not having that this year i spoke to michelle harker who is in marketing over there and they're just not having one for Rogue One. They might have some plans for the episode when episode eight comes out, but no plans for Midnight Madness. So I was pretty sad about that. I think that the interest was there. When I was there, it was packed. We're going to stop by Mar- uh, Walmart to pick up the Black Series. We'll probably stop by Toys R Us. It depends on which one we're going to go to first. I think we'll probably go to Toys R Us. I think that's still the toy store to go to when it comes to Midnight Madness releases like this. And it's pretty big out here in Hollywood, so we'll do some periscoping for the show, and we'll talk to some people online and maybe get some reactions for the anticipation of what they feel the the movie's going to be like, what they expect when they go into the store, and uh, maybe talk to a couple people when they come out to see if they were able to get everything they that they wanted. So it'll be a busy night, always a always not a fun night for the mom for the wife because i'm taking my son and he has to go to school the next day but i've been dragging him around for years to midnight madness and he's always done real well on friday almost old enough to drink coffee now (laughs) so uh we'll see i'll have a report for you well last year i kind of got caught up in the hype of of the new movie and everything and you guys kind of talked me into going out at midnight and boy was i burned uh it was a horrible experience uh nothing in the store that i went to i uh, was waiting on a manager to slowly open up packages and it was just bad all around so this year i'm gonna stay at home and be in bed and probably do some online shopping maybe later hope for some friends to pick me up some things maybe from the disney store kind of the same thing as arnie it's about a, a two-hour drive for me to the closest Disney store, so not going there on my own uh, for the fi- Force Friday event. So just kind of shopping around and biding my time. Last year, I did not do the Midnight Madness thing, and I will not be doing it this year. Um, Force Friday for me last year was basically, hey, you have to go to work. Let's see where you, what places you can hit on your breaks. And it turned out to be pretty much nothing because, you know, obviously everything was already gone by then. I think I walked away from Force Friday with like, I think it was a titanium 
Millennium Falcon, and that was pretty much it. So uh, with that in mind, I now have much, much lower expectations. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to uh, getting to know my local Walgreens again as I go in there every few days because they seem to be the ones who kept getting figures in regularly. And I've kind of had the snowball effect of uh, getting everybody in my work department into buying figures. And so when I find one, I've got to find like three or four at the same time, which is kind of cool and kind of disastrous all at the same time. But it works out for the same way because they find stuff for me too. Yay. Uh, but yeah, I think that mainly I'm just going to, um, it's much like The Force Awakens, a whole lot of new characters that I know nothing about. Just, hey, what looks cool? And what will I actually see on the shelves? But I'm not going to, at least I know that I'm. It, there's a damn good chance that, you know, the, the scum and villainy of the scalper world will beat me to it. And I'll just pick things up as I see them over the month or two leading up to the movie. I'm probably going to end up going somewhere. Uh, we don't know if there's any exclusives anywhere like there was with Force Awakens, do we? Per the Hasbro Q&A today, all the usual retailers will have exclusives, but they're not intended to be released on the 30th. The one we know of is, of course, that Ray at Kmart. Okay, so like, nothing like, because I know last year like, I ended up going to Toys R Us because they had a like a free poster and a free Lego brick thing. Um, so that's why I ended up going to Toys R Us. The problem was is that they didn't have very much selection. Um, so I... From talking with friends in the area, it sounded like I would have been better off going to Walmart um, or Target. Uh, so I'm not sure where I'm going to go yet, but I'll probably end up going somewhere. Um, I have the day off on Friday so that I can either A, sleep in, or B, if I don't go out at midnight, uh, go shopping early in the morning. Because talking with the manager of Toys R Us last year, he said that um, as soon as everybody was out of the store for Midnight Madness, they were going to start restocking the shelves for when the store actually opens. So I may end up just doing that so that I can get some sleep. Uh, but, you know, hype will probably get me out at midnight. Yeah, I was part of that Hasbro Q&A today, and I asked them if there were any big events planned, because obviously that Toys R Us where they had the Force Friday last year is now closed. And they said that they weren't looking at organizing anything this time they're organizing the big lead up they're organizing those videos that we see and everything they're working on building the excitement before the 30th but it seems very much up to each individual retailer to handle their own midnight experience and maybe it's because it's not an episode movie i do feel and maybe it's because i'm biased by the marvel films but when there's an Avengers film, they go whole hog. I mean, they put everything out. You start seeing things that have Avengers logos that have no rights to. Like, But when it's a Thor movie or when it's a Ant-Man, they kind of hold back a little bit. And here, I wonder if they're holding back a little bit. I'm curious what next year's big toy release will hold. I'd say keep an eye on any ads and of course our Facebook page to see if any exclusives are announced like posters, but they're not going to be any Hasbro exclusives is what I should clarify. As for us, I imagine we'll go to the Toys R Us where we went for the episode three Midnight Madness and where I went for the episode one Midnight Madness. For Clone Wars, we were in San Diego and for 
Force Awakens, we did go to that New York event. I mean, yeah, our Meyer grocery store is having a midnight toy release, and they actually may be more fun because they're usually have like people there trying to make it a party with music and cupcakes. Yeah, there's cake at Meyer. Meyer's big on the cakes. It's like South Park. More people will come if you have punch and pa. But Toys R Us feels like the place to be. I can't say I'm enthused though. I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic about what I'll find. I don't think this year will be a replay of last year for two reasons. First, I think excitement's a little bit lower for Rogue One than it was for Episode 7. And second, I think Hasbro may have learned, I think they got a little bit of a black eye because so many people walked away from stores disappointed that night. How many toy sales did they lose because somebody couldn't get it all up in the hype and then became so disappointed and bitter that they didn't ever buy those toys? I imagine there's some of that. So I think we'll go to Toys R Us, but I'm not looking forward to going to work the next day. I'll say that much. I've, I don't think these toys are worth losing sleep over, and yet I will. <laughs> Please give me a reality check here. But did I dream uh, a, a new story the other day that said they were bringing an app out that um, somehow linked with the action figures? That was not a dream. So I, I wasn't dreaming. No, it, it, that, that was actually announced. So can it, anyone fill us in on exactly how this works? Or It'd be an awesome app if it gave them more points of articulation. What it is, is a effects app. So it's going to allow you to basically put explosions on top of footage you film of your figures. Oh, that's the... Um... I'm not sure if it's the exact same app or if it's like a, an offshoot of it, but that's the thing that like J.J. Um, uh, Abrams did for a lot of his movies recently where you could just have things coming in like starships would be blowing up. You know, and they, I think they did a Star Trek one as well. But um, yeah, it, it's actually it's a fun little thing because like whatever you shoot, all of a sudden like two minutes later, here comes this like giant like missile attack that you've added in. You've blown up the guy driving in front of you. Yeah, I think that's been like a Snapchat filter for some time now, because I think my son was doing that, where like a helicopter comes in. It's 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 like a filter on one of the social media things. I think they're just trying to make money off of it now. Well, what you do is you don't have to pay for the app. When you buy Hasbro toys, you get credits for the app. Hmm, sounds interesting. Is the, is the app called Action Movie FX? That is the app it's basically copying or based on. This is called okay. Star Wars Studio FX. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah, because if I remember, that one had things where you could you know, spend money to get extra effects. So it's probably the same type of thing, if not the exact same thing. Yeah, according to Mashable, when this starts, when you download it, you get five effects. There will be 30 effects you can unlock at launch, and there planning 50 total effects to use and so you've got like ion cannons and they had, mashable had a little video of a toy r2 unit going up and basically electrocuting a trooper the way r2 did to wicket here's the interesting thing though is they have nice little movies that are like stop motion things and the effects really add a lot but this doesn't actually make a movie out of photos for you you have to if you want to do this, if you want your figures to move and not see your hands, you're taking a series of still images using iMovie on your device or 
I'm sure there's a video editor for Android, then exporting it from that, importing it now into the Star Wars Studio FX app, and then adding the effects. So it looks better for me for still images. I don't know that I would have the patience to do all of that and not just find better ways to do it overall. Although, if there's a good lightsaber light-up effect, I can't say that I wouldn't use this app when I've got toys in the studio. I am downloading it now. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I, on one of those, uh, in the credits of one of those toy videos, that they said that they used it for some of the visual effects in that, too. Well, guys, any last thoughts on these new toys, apps, or anything else Rogue One related? The only other thing that I would bring up which I'm kind of excited for is the little things on the sides, you know, like they might have some cups or some mugs or definitely children's clothes or, or maybe I can get a, a nice Death Star beach blanket out there, you know, at Toys R Us or at Target. Those are the things I'm kind of looking forward to. You know, they always have other things that aren't listed that they're not putting on front page. Those little knickknacks, I think we might be able to find some gems. I I have been able to pick up a lot of Death Star stuff lately. I picked up Death Star car mats. I picked up Death Star bath mats. I picked up a Death Star herb grinder. I mean, there's Death Star stuff out there. And I think that they're going to have some really cool Death Star stuff that's just not listed. Because I think they're going to really put that front and center. They know what they have. They don't have the Millennium Falcon, but we have the Death Star. And it's really cool. And it's the real Death Star. Oh, I think there's going to just be Vader out the wazoo. Remember what Episode 3 was like? They have Vader back. I think that's going to be bigger than the Death Star. I don't know. If they have Death Star the flamethrower, I think I have to get it. <laughs> we may have mentioned this before, but I'm just going to say it again because I'm so thrilled. I am excited that they've got rid of those horrible little packings with the three and three quarter inch toys. Boo! Boo! Yeah, I, I like those. They're Yeah, they're a highlight for me. Just because they're they're to me they're a throwback to the some of the crappy pack in stuff that we got back in the eighties that you know in lines that weren't Star Wars lines. They remind me I don't I'm trying, I can't remember what the the line was. They were like Sky Commanders or something where they had like these backpacks with these zipline things. You could, they they just remind me of the cheap gimmicky stuff that you know I grew up on. Uh, and it reminds me that I'm a toy collector and that I shouldn't take things so seriously when it comes to, you know, what it is that I'm collecting. Cause, cause they're toys they are meant to be played with. And it reminds me that I should take them off of the shelf and actually play with them every now and then. But at the same time, we want a pack in that you're going to play with, or at least a pack in that you're going to use. Pack in a stand with every figure. You're going to use the stand if you're not going to use this. But I, I can't play with a stand. That but you're not going to play with the the the, the spring-loaded, rounded-off missile that every single thing comes with, or or the non-accurate, never showed up in a movie or or anything wrist launcher that Darth Vader is going to come with. I mean, give me a stand. Give me an extra hand. You know, I don't, I don't know. Give me an extra lightsaber. Give me a pack-in that we're going to use. Even give me dice. You know, the Clone Wars had pack-ins that were dice and a whole new other game that you could play with. Did you play it, though? I didn't play it, but I liked the dice. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew didn't play it, but he liked the weapons. I think what I'm hearing, though, is Barrett wants Vader to have a rock a wrist-mounted rocket launcher in Rogue One. That's what I'm taking from this. That shoots dice. <laughs> <laughs>
You are both so wrong. And Andrew, these are the single biggest waste of plastic imaginable. And and Berent, what do you want to stand for? What do you want <laughs> dice for? Please, Hasbro, come up with something else that we haven't had yet. There must be something you can you can pack in there. And I am a fan of the freeze frame slide from back in the day. Um, I, for me, that's the greatest packing that they've ever put in there. Something like that. Something that gives you. Uh, a, a little, a little sneak preview from the film or something, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm just over the moon uh, that they've got rid of those. They have been the worst thing about collecting anything from the Force Awakens. I wouldn't say I agree with that. <laughs> I think that might be a bit of hyperbole when there's Yoda grapes, but I. And I like figure stands. Until Hasbro can make figures that actually stand 100% on their own and can stand a at least 1.5 earthquake, figure stands will always make me happy. If they don't include figure stands, I go to Entertainment Earth and I buy packs and packs of figure stands. So figure stands would be good. I will take a blank figure stand, but what I don't want is that figure stand that we had. Was it with the, um, the Revenge of the Sith line that has the name of the figure on? I've bought the figure and I know what it's called. I don't need the name of the figure on the stand. So, yeah, I'll accept a blank figure stand in there. But And that would save the money. The name isn't for you, Steve. It's for your people that you bring over to show your collection so they know who Lando Carissian is. No one views my collection. I live a sad and lonely existence. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mine. It's not for anybody else. The Clone Wars figures came with a stand and dice. That's all I want to say. I think there's something to be said about the fun of a build-a-something. I love the build-a-figures in the Marvel Legends. I think they were trying to capture that magic and failed spectacularly with build-a-weapon. <laughs> but what if it was back to the build-a-droid series like they used to do? That would be really awesome. They've said they can't cost that in anymore. It's too expensive. I... Don't know how expensive it is to repaint a 5 POA figure, though, and put one arm and one leg in each thing. That's where I would find my jollies. And isn't that a successful marketing strategy where it's shown that if you want K2SO, you put a piece of him in the whole wave and you have to buy the whole wave to get K2SO. I mean, that's how you sell toys. So how how is it not cost effective? I don't know. This is the company that brought out Constable Zuvio as an action figure, so... You know, they joked about that at the Q&A today, and they were specifically asked if the Constable Zuvio has changed their character selection criteria for Rogue One and going forward. And they said they always try to make the best educated guesses they can, and they're always working with information provided to them by Lucasfilm, but... When the movie's not out, when things are always, you know, always in motion is future movie, then, yeah, a Constable Zuvio could happen. It's not like they watched the movie and went, let's make this guy who's not in it. You know, after working with you for years and years and hearing all of the answers that people give to pretty standard questions, what's up with the with retail restock? You know, what's going on with, with figures that weren't in the movie that you pushed pretty reasonable questions they can answer a question and never admit fault man and you kind of feel like oh maybe i'm the ass for asking <laughs> why they made zuvio and he's nowhere in the film 
Hey, you guys knock Zuvio too much. Just remember, he's the only unique figure from the hypothetical Star Wars holiday special. And someday, he's going to be just as big as Boba Fett. You watch. One last question before we go. When I was talking to Hasbro today, one of the questions that kept coming up from all the sites, Jedi News, Yak Face, Jedi Defender, was about original trilogy toys. And for me, that also extends to prequel toys. And the simple fact of the matter appears to be that as long as we have a movie a year, that's going to be the primary focus. And now that they have new movies in their wheelhouse, like they're going to keep coming out with Force Awakens figures because there's still some to make. And so this means original trilogy figures, prequel trilogy figures, comic figures, cartoon figures. It looks like they're going to be really slow in coming. As we're all adult collectors, all alive when the original trilogy came out, does that impact your excitement for collecting that there's so much focused on the new and when you get the old, it's like a special treat instead of the main course? I think I can live with a larger focus on the new. It's going to be, isn't it? If if they're if it's coming thick and fast as as we expect it to, a new film every every year technically, um, then it's something we have to to live with. And uh, yeah, I I don't mind having the original trilogy dangled in front of us uh, as a treat as long as the quality's there. I think you have to do it. I mean, a lot of the money that's generated is coming from us old guys. We want our kids to be exposed to Star Wars, so we are the ones doing the buying i guarantee you if a seven-year-old an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old is getting allowance they are not buying toys with that they're just not buying toys the only way you can buy get they get toys is from the parents or adult collectors buy them so you have to throw in the original trilogy that's our star wars that's what got us into it so you have to do it that's where episode seven kind of doesn't fit into that trend because the adults for episode seven or what, what do we say millennials now you know 20 to 30 year olds who maybe have kids and maybe don't and did not see you know return of the jedi and and empire strikes back and definitely not star wars in the theaters so their love of star wars might not be the same for episode seven as ours is for the original trilogy so as far as i'm concerned as an adult collector i, I don't think they have a choice i think they have to continue to throw those in in order to satiate our need, you know, for an Obi-Wan or for a a Dagobah Luke or whatever it is, you know, a Jabba. I think it's kind of tough with, with this movie in particular, you know, answering that because we are still getting, you know, Darth Vader in some forms. And I'm sure we'll get more as a, as the movie, once the movie gets released and kind of some of those other figures. So... I'm okay with the slower release. Uh, gives me some more time, some more cash to devote to some other lines. You know, I, I've gotten used to going and backtracking some collections that I needed to fill in gaps over the last years with, you know, distribution being what it was and all those old problems that we've talked about over and over again with Hasbro. So to me, it's not really that much different going forward as it has been the last couple of years. Yes, we're not getting as many figures devoted to it, but it's still something to strive for and something to, to look for and, you know, hope for in the future. So I'm okay with the slower release. You know, if a six inch black series hadn't come along, I don't really, I mean, honestly, I don't think that I would be hurt if they had stopped making original trilogy products altogether. Cause I have so many from so many years. 
It's just that, hey, here they are again in this cool new size with a lot of articulation and stuff that you might not be able to do with the smaller figures. But I'm, I can move forward. I'm happy to accept the oncoming new stuff as it is. New sections of the Star Wars universe that haven't been explored before. Maybe some need to be, maybe some don't. But it's all coming. And it will never change the fact that I have all this stuff, maybe too much at some times, but certainly not as much as you guys. <laughs> um, but it's it's cool that way. It's it. I, I don't feel that there has to be, it doesn't have to be shoehorned in. At some point, we all get old and things are going to pass us by and they're going to concentrate on what's happening now. And people like us who grew up with the original movies, we're just going to be saying, yeah, well, you know, hey, either I'm on board with it or, hey, I'll see you guys later. Um, but it's fun, you know, just roll with it. Why not? I think I'm okay with it. Uh, it's it's a little sad, sure, that, you know, we are never going to get some of the, you know, background characters, especially in the six inch line now, um, because of that, that shift in focus. But, you know, I, I, I'd rather see something new than something that I already have 20 other versions of, uh, especially in the three and three quarter inch line. Um, so I, I think I'm okay with it. Um, you know, change can, can be hard, especially, um, for those of us who, who uh, have been used to, you know, seeing a, a Luke and a Vader on the pegs um, every other wave. But in the long term, I think we'll be fine. Eventually, we'll, we'll you know, see some of those. You know, we'll get the fan choice uh, votes in and, and we'll see some of those smaller characters that we, you know, might not have seen otherwise. But, you know, I think it's okay. And, and you know, like everybody else is saying, it's it's going to happen. So, you know, we either deal with it or we, we move on. Well, after that doom and gloom question, let me put a little bit of hope out there, though, because Hasbro also did say they are planning some pretty big things they weren't ready to talk about for the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, the 40th anniversary of Kenner slash Hasbro action figures. And I think that means the return of the vintage card size and style. It has to, right? I mean, what else do you do for an anniversary but look back at the original? And they said that they were looking at the original style. And so I think that we have to be a little bit patient. And yes, the 40th anniversary of Star Wars is coming the same year as Episode Eight, And the 40th anniversary of Figures is coming the same year as the next Star Wars story. The Han Solo Star Wars story. But you are right, though, in that... Vader is still on the shelves, and soon we're going to have a brand new Han Solo on the shelves. It's just not going to be a Harrison Ford Han Solo. So maybe that's how they do it. Recast them all and make us buy new Lukes that look like a new actor, and that's their plan. Although, to be fair, how many of the Han Solo figures have really been Harrison Ford? I can't argue that. That is a very good <laughs> point. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining me, and... To our listeners, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Everybody on this call will be posting either at midnight or the next day or whenever they hit stores of their finds. There will be some live videos on Periscope, on Facebook. There will be tons of photos. And come share with us yours. Tag us, SW Action News on Twitter or Post to our wall, Star Wars Action News on Facebook. Let us know what you're finding and how your midnight releases are going. So everyone, thanks for joining in on this call. A pleasure as always. 
And until next Thursday, may the pegs be stocked and the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed, chat with other Star Wars collectors, and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, SWActionNews.com. This podcast is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. We rely on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to SWActionNews.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at SWActionNews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at SWActionNews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us an MP3 or iPhone voice memo at show at SWActionNews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at MarveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is always looking for new people to help with the show. You can find a list of skills we need on our blog at VenganzaMedia.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Jay. Photo editing by Scott and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Andrew, Brock, Daryl, Jerry, Jonathan, Nathan, and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, JediTempleArchives.com, and YakFace.com. And we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. Star Wars and all that the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Those little Mattel ships. I wish they had a better stand, so it's nice we're getting some more of those. You know those little Hot Toys ships, Arnie? Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels! Damn it, I got Hot Toys on the brain. Thanks, Andrew. The 30th anniversary of Star Wars is coming the same year as Episode 8. The 40th.